0: Hello friends, thank you for joining me in our daily reading from God's Holy Word. Today we're reading Mark chapter two. In this lesson, we see Jesus first at home and then at a party and then walking in grain fields. And we learn that he is the merciful and gracious and forgiving and generous God. Now, before we read, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Help us to see Jesus as he is for our good and his glory. Amen. Mark chapter two. And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home and many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them and they came Why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to him, why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise, take up your bed and walk, but that you may know And all the crowd was coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as he reclined at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. and ate the bread of the presence, which it it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Amen. This is God's word. Let me invite you to consider it. For a few moments. In this passage, we see more of the public ministry of Jesus in his home with a paralyzed man and his friends, at the table of a notorious tax collector and other sinners, and then again out walking in the grain fields with his disciples. Let's highlight those three. And in each situation, Jesus shows us he is not what people expect and that he gives better than anyone deserves. In the first story, Jesus is in his home in Capernaum. He has a reputation now for healing people. And some friends of a paralytic beat the crowd by digging through the roof of the home and lowering the man into the presence of Jesus. They want him healed. And Jesus says something astounding. He says, my son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus knows the man has a bigger problem than his body is ill with paralysis. It is that his soul is stained with sin. Forgiveness is then seen to be more important than healing because sin is more problematic than illness. And Jesus says, I have authority to forgive you. And to show you I have that authority, I'll also heal you. Rise, walk, and he does. Let us then never be afraid to ask for his mercy and to say, Lord, forgive me. In the second story, Jesus goes to a party at the home of Levi, the tax collector. He meets him first in public where he's doing his job of collecting taxes. His job made him the kind of person regular Jews despised. First, because he was taking their money. Second, because he was a Jew working for the Roman government. And third, because like most tax collectors, he was thought to be getting rich by taking more than was necessary. So people thought of him as a thief and as a traitor. And Jesus does the unexpected. He shows him grace. He calls him to be one of his closest disciples. This shows us, says John Calvin, His calling of any of us depends not on the merits of our own righteousness, but on his pure kindness. And at the feast, then Levi throws to celebrate the socially unacceptable people who are huge sinners in their community rejoice in such a great savior because they know they need this physician But the upstanding moral religious Pharisees are angry because they are self-righteously proud of how good they are. So they don't feel they need a spiritual doctor, so then they despise Jesus. And that is a dangerous disease. To be aware of our corruption and to know we need mercy is the first sign then of spiritual health. In the final story, Jesus is confronted by Pharisees who accuse him of breaking God's law on the Sabbath. They saw Jesus and his disciples eating from the field as they walked. They were plucking heads of grain, probably rolling it between their hands to rub off the outer shell, then probably blew away the light chaff so they could pop the kernels in their mouth. It sounds delightful. And since they were hungry, it made sense. But because the Pharisees were tight-fisted moralists, they were angry again. They thought there was a lot of law-breaking going on. I mean, in their view, this was harvesting, threshing, winnowing, maybe even grinding grain into flour in the mouth. So they accused Jesus and his disciples of rebellion against God, of offending God by breaking the Sabbath command to not work. And Jesus says, you know what? You don't get it. God cares for people's souls and their bodies. And if you're hungry, it's okay to eat. After all, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. In other words, God set apart the Sabbath day to be our servant for our blessing, not for us to be oppressed as its slave. And I know this, says Jesus, because I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm the God who made the Sabbath. So what do we see about us? Our sins are a bigger problem than our diseases. Thinking we aren't sin sick is what keeps us from enjoying salvation. And that kind of self-righteous attitude keeps us from appreciating God's compassion for people's needs. Now, what do we see about Jesus? He is the true high priest who can truly forgive us our sins. He is the true physician of souls who can heal our body and our soul. And he is the true prophet who knows the good purpose of God's law is our blessing so that he is worthy of our trust. Let's trust in him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for this priest and physician and prophet. We ask that you would be merciful and gracious and compassionate and forgiving and generous to us through Jesus Christ, the Lord. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening in and I hope you'll join me next time.